how then do we change? Because culture has often taught us, like I said, the coaching industry I found was the worst in this, that every time I asked a question, they'd go, what do you want? What are you trying to say about that, Karen Marie? What are, what are you leading with that question? I'm like, actually, I'm not. I'm just asking a question. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. All right, we are live. Have you got your drink? Have you got your coffee, your cup of tea? Here at the decision table, uh, we look at problem, we look at solution, and we aim to see how we can narrow that gap from problem to solution. Uh, unfortunately, across the world, I see a lot of patterns of problems and solutions, actually the gap between them widening. So I'm always interested to how can we have a better conversation around uh, narrowing that gap and having a look at, you know, what is causing those gaps? What is, why is it widening in some cases and why is it uh, narrowing in other situations? And I think, you know, we can have some amazing conversations around that. And I hope to continue on the decision table, looking at a lot of the problems, but then looking at the solutions and how we do that. So, um, you know, uh, today's today's uh, conversation, I, I find it an interesting one right now. And that is curiosity, questions, and uh, curiosity, questions, and culture. What what do I mean by that? I I think that there's this innate ability within us to think that when people are asking us questions, and I put this in the human um, global human intelligence forum, um, a question in there around questions and asking questions. And I was told that I assume when I ask questions. And I was kind of taken back by that. So Darren Bruce, if you are on here, I certainly would love to know what you meant by that. In fact, I'll go to the actual thing and because and, this has kind of triggered today's conversation off. So if I go into, let me have a look at the group. There was a question in there. And well, I I said to the this is what I wrote. I said, um, give me two ticks while I find it because I want to make sure that I actually find the question. So here it was. I asked questions. This is what I wrote. I asked questions not because I want you to answer a certain way, because I don't want to assume anything. Was what I wrote. And then I got this comment by Darren Bruce uh, saying, many of your questions assume things. And I was taken back by that because here's the thing. One of the, one of the th amazing things that I learned from, A, working with young people for many years, but also having lots of children. For anyone that doesn't know, I've got six children of my own. And we've got special needs in our family as well. And one of the things, and, and then there was physical disabilities and, and amongst it all as well. And one of the things that I learned 
through the work of you know, young people and then my kids and then trying to figure out how to get to the next levels of things was to ask questions. And and it was those questions that I was really embarrassed to ask questions for many, many years because I thought if I asked questions, asking questions meant that I was actually stupid, that I, I didn't know anything. And what I realized was as I began to ask questions, I became smarter. I I was learning, I was able to investigate more around a topic and then become wiser because I actually could understand that topic rather than thinking I understood it or presuming that I knew what they were talking about and really I had no idea. And so I actually found there was power in asking questions, power in asking questions not because I wanted a, a conversation to go a certain way, but because I was interested to see where that conversation was going. So, um, yeah, like for me, questions has become an amazing, powerful tool of being able to go down those layers to find out, you know, in the case of people, what is the real problem that we're dealing with and how do we actually come up with a solution that you're looking for? Um, Hey, Joe, good to see you on here. It's like when mom asks, will you take out the trash? Do you really have the free agency to say no? But those aren't the questions I'm actually talking about. I know. I get that, right? That's a, a, will you take out the trash? Well, actually, mom, if I don't take out it, will you be cranky with me? Um, That's kind of, that's a leading question in other words. But I feel that a lot of my questions, and maybe I ask them in a wrong way, and I'm happy to learn. So that's why I asked. Darren, what did you mean by that that um, comment? Because my questions have never been around the leading side of it intentionally. If they come across like that, um, you know, that is that I hope that it doesn't. I hope I don't assume it. Um, is there a better way to ask questions? I, I ask them like that because, and it's one of the reasons I love interviewing people, is because I actually don't have, you know, uh, something that I generally want as a result of the conversation out of it. I just want to know what is it that you're focusing on? What is it that you think you're going towards? And then finding that pathway. Because one of the things I've learned is to hang out with really smart people. And the reason is this, that when I hang out with smart people, the conversation is amazing. The questions you get to ask. I remember I was and and I'm not going to say a name, but it was an amazing, amazing, um, he's actually a lawyer and he was in, um, used to work very much in New York City. And uh, I got to hang out at his place. And I remember sitting there and just, I said, the, the thing I want to do is just ask you questions. And he goes, go ahead, anything. And he goes, no question is a dumb question. And I can tell you what I learned that afternoon, just sitting there asking questions, uh, just grew me as a person and my understanding of the world around me and how other people function or think or do. And that, yes, Joe, is genuine curiosity is the gateway to discovery. And I really, you know, I always joke about it, but if I came back in, in life and had a was to do anything, I'd probably be an FBI investigator, you know, human 
human uh, behaviorists or something. Um, I, it's fascinating to see why people do what they do and and to work it out before it even is an unknown, like a solution. And so questions has been one of those powerful tools in which I have learned. Do you ask questions? Have you found questions a, you know, a way in which it's helped you to get from problem to solution? I don't know about you, but like I said before, when I was young, it wasn't actually a cool thing to ask questions. I wasn't allowed to be curious. It got me in trouble when I was curious. I was either being nosy I was, um, you know, I was thinking when I asked questions, it was because I was being uh, annoying often. And if I asked questions, it was because I was trying to figure out someone else's business. And so culture kind of brought me up that questions wasn't a thing. And so that's why it took me such by surprise when I got that, well, you assume a lot with the questions you ask. Um, I'm open. Why do I assume a lot? What is assumption? And is asking questions assuming that we are asking a question about something? So here's the other side. If we're not even looking at that, so that's just the thoughts. That's why I brought it up. And um, I thought it brought up an interesting conversation. If we don't look at that side and we start looking on the other side, I can interrogate my way to solutions. Uh diagnostically and forensically yeah um uh, well for me it's the strategic side of it right like you've got to have all those someone said to me you're like the town planner you look for those core things which is the normal questions that you would ask and then um I'd love to know who you are Facebook user you know make sure you give um uh, what is this StreamYard? the the ability to to know who you are and then I know who I'm talking to Questions drove my family crazy. Asking why is intriguing. Yeah, I so, so agree with you. And um, But here's the thing that I question. So, so I believe questions help, right, to be able to diagnose, analyze, to prescribe around a problem. So much better when we, we do that. So if lots in culture, you think about it out there, if people are thinking when you're asking questions, you're trying to lead. And I have to say the most guilty side of this, of it is this. And I can say this because I've worked lots with coaches, is coaches. Because the coaches will say to me, why are you asking that question? And I say, can you just trust the system? Can you just trust that I'm asking a question? Because I literally, if we go back to the town planner, I want those core things and then I want to figure out what are the pieces that I need to get that flow from one piece of that to the other. And if anyone has ever worked with me, you know that I work with mind maps. So my brain is always constantly sort of, oh, I always say it's like the neural pathways to that next decision, the next piece along the way to keep you moving forward from problem to solution, right? So Joe says here, I ask questions not just for my benefit to help my clients develop understanding. Yeah, well, mostly it is about the benefit of others because in my work, my question asking is never about myself. But I want to know about the other person so that I can literally be able to give the right advice. I think it's very easy to come presuming, and here's the thing, if we look at what's happening across the globe, 
Yes, I'm going to talk about those things all the time. And that is that there is the racial tension. There is the gender talk. There is much, there's so many different things at the table, right? At the decision table. And if we don't come with questions, we only, in my belief, now you can tell me if I'm wrong on this or have some other thoughts around it, but here's the thing. I come with my assumptions if I don't ask questions. I come with what my conditioning has been, saying that that is the only lens in which to ask questions at the decision table. And I come with my own biases. Yeah, so how, if we don't ask questions, how do we find those things out? And if there's not the culture in which we can uh, feel comfortable to ask questions without judgment, I want to be able to ask questions. You know, the moment racial tension was skyrocketing across uh, the globe, I rang my 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 twinsie, Earl Amin, and I said, "Twinsie, I know we've had this conversation before, but this is what I'm thinking, and this is how I think. How do I say that? What am I meant to do? How do I do this or whatever?" Right, and that is because I have these friendships. These relationships, the culture that I'm creating in my world is that asking questions is not because we're coming with a judgment, but we truly want to understand the problem better. Okay, if you think of a question, what is a good question that you love asking? And why do you love asking it? And do you get kicked back when you ask that question? Or is that just a, is that a good thing in your world? I'd love to know. I'd love to hear. And I think that that's an interesting thing you said about benefit, not for my just for my benefit. I think it's never just for your benefit. I think one of the worst things we can ever do is just live for ourselves. Is just and and I, you know, and I think that's that's why I love my work is that it's it's really truly not about this in focus. It's about an out focus. And when, when you think about that, your questions are never going to be just because it's for you. It's never going to be just building up what you're wanting. It's always going to be uh, because you're truly interested. Here's the thing. When we ask questions, though, it can be easy to ask questions sometimes. And are you willing to listen to the answer? Because I think that's an interesting piece. Are you willing to listen to the answer? Because just because you ask a question actually doesn't mean that you're willing to hear the answer. Because often what people do, and I see this when people interview people often, particularly in leadership, when when people are being interviewed, they ask questions and they've already figured out what they're going to say and they've got the next question. One of the things I never do when I'm interviewing, and I know it annoys some people because they're like, can I have the questions before we go into an interview? I've probably had that only two times, but um, I'm like, no, why? Because I actually don't know where we're going with the conversation. And if I come up with those questions from the beginning, that is me having biases to the conversation I think we're going to have at the decision table. Hmm. I think that's interesting to think about. And so I never, ever prepare for an interview. And that is the reason why 
because I truly am interested in, in the question and I want to hear the answer. And it's from the answer I then take it to the next piece. So do you listen? Do you listen to the questions and then to the answer and then not how often have you been in a conversation and you've already got the next question before they've even finished? Mm, I think that's an interesting thing to ask yourself. All right, so Joe says, when people isolate, I ask, can you help me understand? So meaning, can I help you to understand why you're isolating or why you feel like you you need to isolate? Is that what you're, I'm, I'm not sure about that question. Um, can you can you elaborate on it and uh, and tell me what that is? So uh, you know one of the thing about curiosity, if if you look up the meaning of curiosity, curiosity is around things like exploration. Do you remember when you were a kid and you were exploring a new place? I think that's why for three years we were nomadic and, in fact, we are very itchy to get back on the road and, and to travel more again. Um, but in the meantime, you know, uh, both Tax and I have bought electric bikes and um, we bought them as a gift to each other for our uh, anniversary. And then we also bought them because it was his birthday and it was a late Christmas present for me. So it was a com combination. But one of the reasons I thought it would be great for us to do that was this, because we love adventures together. And, um, you know, as a couple, it's a fun way to spend time together, but also to keep, um, you know, keep it fun in a relationship, right? And so exploration is is one of the reasons we got it, was that it's an adventure of exploring and, and being able to go into new places and that freedom of seeing things with new eyes and, and hearing things in a different way, right? And I think that's what curiosity is. Um, so and, and then curiosity is around investigation, which I spoke about earlier, and then learning. I... Um, I think there was this time before we got on the road and I, for for those that did not know, we were like I was a nomad CEO for three years and until, um, you know, the virus hit the globe. And, you know, there was this time where before it, I, and I, I, rem I remember it quite strongly that it was almost like I'd be at the same conferences, I'd be at the same events, I'd hear the same things over and over again and it's not that I know everything it's just that I'd heard it and and I was at that point going I just want to know what I don't know and I want to learn more and I want to be exposed to to things that are beyond my own walls and I felt quite closed up in in my learning space at that time and and almost I don't know if you've ever suffered from claustrophobia which I have throughout the years and I've had to work through that a lot and uh, and so it was that kind of claustrophobic, whatever that word is, um, feeling of um, with my learning. And and when we got on the road, what I loved about it, and and I began, you know, my writing and my thinking and my and my figuring out the insights of what I was learning on the road, and uh, and part of it was around culture and just how people do things or make decisions or think in a certain way and my and the way that I learned more and more about that was asking questions and it it was fascinating because all of a sudden my learning 
or my capacity to learn just grew and grew and grew. And um, it was fascinating. And I'm really, really thankful for the opportunity to to learn because I feel like I learned so much in those three years and um, and I'm still able to to um, teach and train from the learning that I've I've gathered from that time but it also made it even hungrier it's like you know when you're in the gym and you've you're exercising a muscle it's like the more you exercise that muscle the more it needs exercising um, and it's like that's what I learned about about learning and the honestly the best and easiest way was through asking questions so um if that makes sense lol if you help me understand it can cure you don't understand whoa whoa dude i gotta read this again okay so he says joe says when people isolate I asked, can you help me understand? His next thing was, when people isolate, they do so because they believe no one understands. Huh. See, here's the interesting thing. When people isolate, they do so because they believe no one understands. So, Joe, I'm just going to use it as an example. To me, that assumes that when people isolate, the only reason they isolate is because no one understands. Hmm. I don't know if this is a truth. I, I would say that he's onto it as in there's a, probably quite a lot of number of people that would agree to that. But, see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be saying a sentence like that. I'd be going, is it true or can it be true that when people isolate, they do so because no one understands? And that's an interesting thing. Do you isolate because you don't understand or is there another variable? And I think this is often when we ask questions and we get one answer, we have to be very careful that that one answer is not the truth that we say for everyone's answer. Hmm. And I think culture teaches us that when we ask questions, there is only one answer, but that's presuming that we're all looking through the same lens. Hmm. That's an interesting concept in itself, right? If you've got some thoughts around that, more thinking around that, tell me. I'm open up for a conversation on it. All right. Helps me understand, builds a bridge of connection. Yes, I agree. Questions do help build a bridge of connection. So in this way, it helps them to understand. So I get I get what you're saying on that, Joe. Absolutely. If you help me understand, it can cure you don't understand. Sure. I get that totally. I just think... Any one of us, Joe, not just you, any one of us, when we're asking questions, we have to make sure that we're not asking a question that we already think we know the answer and that we're using our lens to answer the question for the other person. Whoa, we have gone deep on this stuff. So did we get that? Are we curious? Are you asking the right questions? Are you just asking questions because it fits into the culture of what you're used to? What I want to know and what I want to put out to you and would love anyone commenting on this at some stage, whether on now or on the replay, and this is it, is how do we change? Just because it's been the way of culture, how do we change culture? How do we create differences in culture? What is your thinking around that? So here's, here's why I ask that question. One of the things I see in leadership 
is leadership wants to change what has not been working. So we go from problem to solution, what hasn't been working in leadership and wants to, to bring change. But what I find is this, the change they want and where they're at now, there's a commitment, there's an accountability, there's some hard work to get here. Now, is leadership willing to do that? And when I say leadership, are you willing to do that? What does that look like? Why do we know that we need to change? We ask the questions and we get excited about it, but we don't necessarily put those things in place that actually change it from just this question to some action. How do we do that? How do we change culture? We know we want to ask different questions. We know we want to create this safer space. We know that we want this change. But as leaders, are you willing to keep standing up, to keep uh, being accountable, committing to it, to joining with others? Because here's the thing. I created the Global Human Intelligence Forum to open up a space so we could do that. We did it. It was beautiful. I saw amazing things happening throughout that space. Now what we want to do is create human connection, a community for where you can come in and be a part of that and continue the journey as leaders to get, um, to narrow that gap from problem to solution. What I'm finding interesting is many have said they want to do things, many are not choosing to do. So how do we change culture if we're not willing to change ourselves or become part of what we can as a tribe do to change culture? I don't know. It's an interesting concept. What does that look like if we are to change culture? Are we to be, and, and I am, I'm truly curious around asking this question because um, I see leaders wanting to knowing we have to do leadership different. And what makes me frustrated is that leadership continue to do it the same way. So how do we change it? What does that need to look like? How can you be a part of that change? Are you willing to? Are you willing to ask different questions? Are you willing to be uncomfortable with whatever is at the decision table? Or are you going to continue to do it the same way? Anyway, I think this is interesting. I think we've had an amazing conversation at the table this morning. We've looked at curiosity, the fact that, you know, it's about exploration, it's about investigation, it's about learning, and, uh, you know, that questions are about curiosity, not about assumption, and that, in fact, if we truly are to understand what problems are and the problem that you want to deal with to get a result then we've got to start asking questions. Okay. And how then do we change? Because culture has often taught us, like I said, the coaching industry I found was the worst in this, that every time I asked a question, they'd go, what do you want? What are you trying to say about that, Kerry Marie? What are, what are you leading with that question? I'm like, actually, I'm not. I'm just asking a question. Because like that town planner, I just want to put those pieces into place and then figure the flow in which we can do that. <laughs> Brenton says, thanks for your time and expertise. It's my pleasure. I love it. Whatever questions you ask, you'll cop good and bad replies, says David, but people will always reply 
but will they offer valid solutions? Well, that's exactly what I was saying about the culture side of it. We can ask questions if you're willing even to ask those questions, right? We can start asking those questions. We can start going down there. But then what are we going to commit to account? Like I taught a, this on the Global Human Intelligence Forum, David, where um, we taught about awareness, right? We don't know what we don't know, but then when we do know something, guess what comes next? Ownership. And then I believe it's action. So questions goes into awareness. Questions allow us to create this awareness around something that maybe we didn't know, but now that we know, what are we going to do, own in that situation, and how are we going to bring action to that? That's me. And then what are my decisions going to have? What's that effect? How are they going to affect others at the decision table? And then we, as a collaborative, how are we going to own that? That's okay. It's all right. It's all good that you couldn't attend. We would have loved having you in the room. It was an amazing time. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, you were going through your own things at that time. And I'm just glad that she's getting better. And um, or at least that you're investigating around that and, and getting her better, hopefully. Um, so, you know, we began a conversation. And I just don't ever want to start something in the forum and not be able to continue it, which is why human connection community is such an important, it's a private paid community. And we are going to take these conversations to new levels. We're going to support people along that journey. And uh, we are going to uh, make sure that it's a tribe because I believe tribe changes culture. That's my thinking. You can have a different one. You can tell me how it doesn't. Um, but I do truly believe tribe changes culture. And uh, part of that changing culture is literally about, um, you know, going how do we, for me, create collaborative ecosystems. And that's what it's all about. So uh, one of the things I've had to learn, David, over time has been progress rather than perfection. I used to be a perfectionist. I was very guilty of it. Taki tells me the story nonstop, you, you know, with visitors saying, hey, when I came into Kira Marie's uh, house, there was a sign at the door, remove your shoes or else. And uh, he said, my house was more sanitized than a hospital. So if that gives you any idea, I may have vacuumed. I know it's crazy. Three times a day um, when I had the kids that were little. Um, why? Because I just loved everything great. Um, the red room. Yeah, it does. It looks amazing, the whole the whole sort of setup here. I love it. All right. I hope this has been helpful. I love having conversations. By the way, I'm really happy to do some interviews on here around interesting conversations. So if this sounds like something you'd love to do uh, or you want to have a conversation um, brought up, make sure you put in your questions into, into the um, done is better than perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've learned that and I'm still learning that. I'm a thorough learner. So um, perfection has, has not... Um, has held me back in the past, but is not going to hold me back as I continue going forward. So here's the thing. If you've got questions, you would love answered on the decision table. I would love to bring them up, have conversations around them. And I would love to have 
you on here on the decision table and do an interview. I will learn how to bring people onto this this uh, platform and we can do some fun interviews and not really interviews, but just, uh, in fact, totally not interviews. I don't even know why I mentioned that word. Conversations. I love conversations. And literally where we can just pull apart um, maybe something that we're seeing, something that you're finding an interesting thing that's happening in your space and we can pull that apart and have some fun time with that and see if we can you know narrow the gap from problem to solution and uh you know the 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 great thing about it is we don't have to have all the solutions we just need to what i say is shift the dial closer right in other words shift the dial from where you are now the problem or wherever you are is your starting point and shift it towards where you want to be going and if we can continue to shift in our movement that is forward, then we are heading in the right direction. All right. I hope this has been helpful. It has been so good with the interaction on here as well. Uh, looking forward to catching up and seeing over the next 24 hours kind of like questions that come up or people who want to come on as an interview. And uh, let's get this thing happening. All right. Big love to you all wherever you are in the world. And I'm going to continue uh, doing some work here and uh, some big love today. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.